Hello friends, today we're going to be reading Acts chapter 4. As always, before we begin, let us go ahead and pray over the word that we'll receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for the day that you've given us. We thank you for the people in our lives, and we thank you for all the blessings you pour down in our lives. We pray, Lord, for your knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to be able to understand the message that we're about to receive, to put it to work into our own lives, and to be able to share this word with whoever needs to hear it. Help us, Lord, to bear the fruits of your spirit in all that we do, and allow us to be a beacon of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us today, and allow us to walk in your guidance in each and every step. Give us your discernment in all things, and help us to understand the truth behind today's message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this first section of Acts is titled, Peter and John Before the Sanhedrin. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed. So the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there, and so was Caiaphas, John, and Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished. And they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they performed a notable sign and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people... We must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help but speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them, because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. 
This next section is called the Believer's Pray. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth rise up and the rulers band together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. This next section is called, The Believers Share Their Possessions. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own, but they had shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerfully at work in them all that there were no needy persons among them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom all the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. That is the end of Acts chapter 4. In this day and age, we are constantly worried about spreading God's word because we fear what people are going to say to us. And it's been banned from schools to uh, pray or bring the Bible. It's really just a very weird state of, of being that we're in right now. Because for so long we've leaned on religion, on Christianity. And now, even though this was the foundation of our country... We are scared to talk about it. I urge you guys, if you do feel like scared to talk to a certain person about something that you feel God is telling you to talk to, I pray that you would just remember in that moment to ask for guidance from the Holy Spirit. Tell him to give you discernment and strength and the ability to speak confidently and boldly about whatever it is that you're being asked to do because we are here to spread the gospel. We are here to spread the news about Jesus Christ dying on the cross for our sins, letting people know that they don't have to live in their sin, that God loves them even after they've done all that they could do to get away from God. God still loves them and he's still waiting for them to come back. It is a little daunting at times to try and speak to people about God, but just try starting with, uh, God loves you. 
and maybe that will be good for just lifting their day and then maybe it will also open doors for people to ask you questions or see what you know about this God that you speak of. Go out there, friends. Be bold, be brave and courageous, and spread the good news. I hope that you guys enjoyed this message. I hope it reached whoever it needed to. And that's all the time that I have. So, till next time.